0: hi friends welcome back to transform the now i'm dr nathan palai with my homie dr tucker boyle what's up hey i'm doing great how are you doing nate fantastic uh sunny and balmy here today um probably snow angels in your world so enjoy both aspects there speaking of that though um we uh, we talked about acceptance last week and, and maybe like weather is such a good uh, phenomenon, a natural place to to start here. Like, uh, how are you doing it? accepting the snow in your world right here? Oh,
1: man, there's a lot of snow in our world. Utah got hit with the biggest snowstorm in recorded history, I heard. Well, maybe not storm, but like the highest amounts of snowfall in 24 hours uh, this last week and uh, I actually had a cool experience uh, with the weather at the most random place like so I'll just share that really quick I was at I was at the gas station gassing up one evening and I don't know how many of y'all have had this experience but I got out of the car and it was cold outside and I'm like hurrying to like pay and get the hose in the car and I, I put the the hose in and this wind just knifes through me, right? It comes right uh, underneath the, the cover over the gas pumps, you know, that you stand under and just hits me. And my body screamed at me like, get in the car. This is miserable. Go sit in the car. And because of our recent conversations and things that we've been thinking about with acceptance and noticing your thoughts and everything, For some reason, I caught myself and my mind screaming at me to get in the car. And I was like, you're just wanting comfort. Yeah, thank you for for trying to make me comfortable. But instead of getting in the car, I stopped and I looked toward the wind, this cold wind, instead instead of running away from it. And the coolest thing happened. Like I just kind of relaxed into it. And then this light snow was falling and another breeze came and it blew this light snow underneath the cover that I was standing underneath. And the flakes started to lightly hit my cheeks. And I went from this state of like wanting to flee this moment to just almost this sacred presence of feeling this light snow hitting my cheeks noticing the beauty of the moment, like felt a lot of stillness inside. And uh, it's one of those moments that's hard to describe. It was just sacred and still and beautiful and timeless. And I don't know how long I stood there. um, But it turned into something uh, really beautiful. So for me, it, it was last week, we talked about surrender and acceptance. And for me, it was a reminder of what's on the other side of surrender. What's on the other side of acceptance. It's, I mean, just this richness and beauty in life that if I wouldn't have surrendered and I would have like uh, dived inside my car and like closed the door and shivered and tried to warm up, I would have missed that moment. So wow.
0: I don't know if that relates. Oh no, that's all. cool. But like uh, the gas station holiness, like transforming (laughs) like these uh, mundane moments. And I don't know if if other people are listening. They're like, Tucker's just exceptional. But like, I I would say from my end that that, that's not the case. I I do love you. You're an exceptional human. But like, you're not exceptional in this. I am so incredibly normal, mate. That's facts. Uh, And I do love you. But like, but if we as normal human beings just will accept these moments there is uh there's something different that begins to happen we we also had a different conversation me and you on the phone this week talking about like just a new energy where we're so used to processing like life with our analytical mind and having to have everything just right and control everything so that we can feel good but the crazy thing is as you surrendered, what i see happening is this and new energy flowing in the this new power coming in that that is almost something like beyond what your analytical mind is bringing to the table as good as it is to to do something powerful there and that's that's exciting and that's an argument we're making for for why we participate in this why we surrender why we accept it does that resonate with your experience no, there
1: absolutely that that new energy, you know, at the gas station, we don't want to get punny here. But, you know, the the fuel that like came in to my being at that moment was like, Oh, man, I could stand here in the cold forever. And I could, and whatever other problems and stresses were on my mind, um, just disappeared. And I just drove away from the gas station feeling like energized and renewed and Uh, Yeah, that new energy. It's tuning into a new source of energy. Um, Maybe not the traditional fuel that I've been running on, which is my thoughts and like, motivated to just achieve, achieve, achieve. But it's this fuel that comes in being present in the moment. That's really beautiful.
0: Well, maybe we talk about this this from our our, our neuroscience perspective a little bit, as you're talking about like the ways I've been running before the fuel I've been running on before. If we go just straight up science, like there are um, electrical connections that we have in our brain neural pathways, if you will. And they're built up because of our experience, and each time we reinforce this neural pathway with a skill or a practice or something we do, it coats that neural pathway with myelin, and then it becomes more rote and more fast and more easy. Like what what you participate in regularly builds that neural pathway, right? And so sometimes, as somebody's trying to have new experiences with um, with being present, with practicing some of these transformational practices, it can feel a little bit clunky. Like I have a hundred percent been there and I still feel like I'm stumbling. Like I remembered learning to dribble a basketball when I was a kid and it was just like slap, slap, slap. It was totally awkward. Now I can dribble a basketball. Like I'm, I'm not Kobe, but I'm, I'm fluent. Right. And it's fluid and it's thoughtless, but like creating that new path can feel a little bit clunky, it can feel a little bit off. And, m- and maybe they're trying to um, have these experiences, like you're describing at the gas station, but like, it's not happening. I just want to say like, that's okay. That's normal. And um, persistent, because what you're doing is you're developing a new pathway that can lock you into some of this new fuel. Uh, what would you say on that? How what would you comment on that?
1: Yeah, I would say that If you're finding barriers like we often do, you hit a barrier in your mind in trying to get to this receiver mode that we've talked about or or open up and get this new energy. Uh, In one way, yeah, that can be kind of hard and difficult. In another way, it can show you the potential to transform your life. It, the fact that you're hitting a barrier means there's potential for fantastic change and transformation there. Um, if that makes sense, like on one side, you can be like, yeah, that's a, that's a real difficulty. I'm not getting there. On another side, you can be like, that means that the work I'm doing is going to forge a new highway in my brain, open up a new path, and I can expect my life to be completely different after I form this new pathway than it was before, because I'm gonna process life through different means. And that's super exciting to me. Uh, So on one hand, yeah, those barriers are real and difficult. On another hand, it's like the promise of transformation is there when you find a barrier.
0: Well, and I, I felt this in my own life as I've practiced this for, for a while now. Uh, I remember early on feeling really clunky with this and by no way is perfect right now. But like I just read Malcolm Gladwell's uh, Outliers book and he talks about like 10,000 hours of practice to acquire a skill and master a skill. And I was like, well, why don't I just give myself some space right here? I'm nowhere close to 10,000 hours. And I was like, I'll just keep working on this here and there and accumulate time. And I, I, it works, man. Just just spending some time on that.
1: Totally. So what would you say, Nate, to somebody who's like, 10,000 hours, how, how long is that going to take me to get here uh, in this type of practice? And I don't know how long it takes uh, to form these pathways you know, with these practices that we're doing, but what are some things... Um, ideas that help people that might feel disheartened by thinking, Oh, I'm gonna have
0: to do this for 10,000 hours, and maybe that's a bad analogy for me. It was comforting because I was like, Oh, I got time. Um, oh, and right. so maybe that was my vision looking at it, but uh, on the other hand, like it doesn't take 10,000 hours to create a new pathway or a new habit, right? Like, um, it just you can you can do it for five minutes a day for five days and you will begin to, to see benefits. That's facts. That's scientifically backed up research right there. Um, and so so I wouldn't get overwhelmed by the fact like I'm not going to be there. No, 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 no. Work on it for for five minutes a day uh, here and there. And you're going to begin to feel that and maybe a different visualization. Michael Singer uses the idea of like a dog with a shock collar. Um, and he gets near the edge, and he senses that boundary, and it's uncomfortable. But if you're dealing with a really brave dog that just relaxes and moves forward slowly, slowly, they'll get out. Period. There's nothing that's going to stop them, and then they have the whole wide world to run around. I don't know, <laughs> like that. But like, I, if we are those people and we're bumping up against these boundaries, like there's nothing that that's gonna be too exceptional here. We just relax. And we pay attention, and we we practice like we we just practice. And the as we practice, the 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 transformation is inevitable. Uh, it's going to come here. Yeah, Didn't that's good that be question. Or
2: yeah, know. that's really helpful.
1: I mean, uh, I've seen I saw studies this week that show that practicing mindfulness type things, these transformative practices that we're practicing after just five days it shows that people are forming new neural pathways in their brains after five days. That's so exciting to me. And so um, you don't have to become, you know, 10,000 hours concert level pianist in order to see differences in your life. You can see differences just in a few days and you'll especially start to see it when you start to catch yourself your own thinking patterns that aren't helpful in your life. And then like, I think uh, with, with these types of practices that we're doing, there is a really quick uptick in progress. Once you start to be able to see your own thoughts, discern your own thoughts, and then open up and relax past those barriers, like you said, then I think, uh, Progress comes much faster than it does with many other skills that we practice.
0: Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, like, maybe not all of us are going to be concert level pianists. Maybe not all of us are going to play in the NBA. I'm way too short for that. Um, but uh, like, it's just facts. We can all become—I don't know—concert level mindfulness, present, whatever you want to say, right here, transformed beings. Like, we we can be different and every single one of us has that capacity.
1: That's right. Like, physiologically, we have that capacity, right? The human brain is built in with the ability uh, for neuroplasticity to change, we all have the neuroplasticity, the ability to change and form new paths. That's the miracle of our brains. And so, Uh, A lot of times one of the barriers is people like, like, I just can't do this because like you said, I'm too short for the NBA, but if you're human and you have a brain, you have the ability to form new uh, pathways and that's just amazing. So uh, can we talk about um, one pathway that for me has been really beneficial, Nate? Let's do it. Um, Let's talk about the pathway of the pathways that affect our relationships, specifically um, pathways relating to empathy and compassion. Um, So there are three different types of empathy uh, that we might say. One is cognitive empathy. When you understand something. Cognitively, in your mind, that somebody else is going through. There's affective empathy when you feel the feelings that somebody else um, is experiencing, or at least uh, being affected in your emotions by what they're going through. And then there's a third type, which is might be called empathic concern or compassion, which you feel what they're going through and you want to help. And in this level of empathy um it's really fascinating because at the other levels levels of empathy you might experience some burnout but in compassion there isn't any burnout because there it actually accesses some of your brain's wiring that that it attaches to happiness which is so like paradoxical but as you get into compassion you actually uh your heart and your brain start reaching out for the other person and you feel less stress, less anxiety in your life, the more compassion you experience in your life. So just using this as an example of what we're talking about, we can rewire our brains to experience more compassion than we currently do. Um, If you find that you have some relationships where you're not feeling a lot of empathy, compassion for others, we can do practices to rewire our brain to open up these pathways so that those relationships improve instead of staying in the same, uh, neural patterns that we're caught in right now. And to me, that's super exciting. Like I think of a relationship, I want to improve that relationship. I can practice build new pathways so that that relationship improves. Does that make
0: sense? Nate, what would you add? absolutely nothing nothing Uh, do you have a practice for us on this
1: yeah let's do a practice um and maybe listeners have heard of a practice calling called uh, loving kindness meditation uh it's also called meta meditation uh which means loving kindness but i thought maybe today we'd practice with uh these neural pathways because all of us i'm guessing have uh relationships that we want to improve and even people that are difficult for us to work with and connect with. So let's work on those pathways today, if that's okay. You ready, Nate? Yes, sir. Okay. So let's just start by, as we always do, getting yourself in a comfortable position, um, making sure your spine is straight. um, And let's just start with a deep, intentional breath. Go ahead and close your eyes if that's easier for you, but take a deep, intentional breath, breathing in, sense of
2: peace, breathing out, relaxation. Take a moment to tune in to
1: your body. Maybe feel the sensations of your body. Feel maybe surface sensations along your skin, your clothing, how it feels. Just tune in and be present physically
2: with your body for a moment. Now, as we lean into this loving kindness practice.
1: We're going to activate a new part of our brain. The default part of our brain usually focuses on ourselves, our life narrative, what's going on for us, and we are going to shift from that to uh, a new way of processing, a new part of our from a new part of our brain than than that normal default place where most of us operate from. So. Let's take another deep intentional breath, let that out. And then I want you to focus your attention on the area around your heart.
2: Just be present with that space and relax that area around your heart.
1: And then we're going to use some mantras today with this. We're going to start with loving kindness toward ourselves. And I'd invite you to say the following phrases. And as you say them, let this feeling of love and kindness and warmth radiate from your heart into the rest of your body. And here are the phrases. May I be
2: safe. May I be happy. May I have peace. Just repeat those phrases, letting
1: the love and the kindness radiate from your heart into the rest of your
2: body. May I be safe. May I be happy. May I have peace. Go ahead and repeat those a few times
1: on your own, at a pace that keeps you engaged in the practice and focusing on
2: radiating from your heart to every other cell in your body. May I be safe. May I be happy. May I have peace. If you find this practice
1: difficult to say to yourself, that's okay. Don't judge or criticize yourself or say that you're failing. Just bring yourself back to the practice and stick with the practice. It means there's potential for benefit here if you're
2: having a hard time focusing on it. May I be safe. May I be happy. May I have peace.
1: Now let's transition to a loved one in your life. Picture them in front of you and feel their presence there with you. And let's use those same phrases, but directed toward them, radiating warmth and light and love from your heart to every cell in their body.
2: May you be safe. May you be happy. May you have peace. Repeat those phrases as you visualize
1: this person and radiate warmth from your heart toward them.
2: May you be safe, may you be happy, may you have peace. As you do this, notice the feelings in and around your heart as you radiate this toward them. Now let's choose a neutral person.
1: Maybe someone you don't know well since an acquaintance of yours, but you don't have strong feelings for or against them. Might be somebody that you see at a place you visit regularly, like the store or a restaurant or a business. But picture them in front of you, feel their presence. And then let's. Practice radiating toward them. May you be safe.
2: May you be happy. May you have peace. Now let's choose a difficult person
1: that isn't natural for you to have compassion for, that is a, uh, a challenging relationship. Picture them being in front of you. Feel their presence there. And let's use the same phrases. As you radiate from your heart to
2: every cell in their body, may you be safe may you be happy. May you have peace. This, you might feel some aversion to this, some
1: uncertainty or indecisiveness. This might be a difficult practice. If that's so, that doesn't mean you're failing. This means you're actually succeeding and moving into a space of forming new pathways and new connections here. So stay with the practice, recognize your own feelings of difficulty or aversion, and those are okay. Bring yourself back
2: to these phrases. May you be safe. May you be happy. May you have peace. Notice the feelings, the positive feelings in your heart.
1: Ride the wave of those feelings toward the other person.
2: Also noticing if there's any difficulty there. That's okay. If you want to pause and stay in this space and and
1: continue that practice there, feel free. But we'll move to... Now, just all beings in general. Just try to be present with all beings and include them in this, in these phrases, as well as yourself.
2: Radiate from your heart, love and kindness. As you say, may we be safe. May we be happy. May we have peace. Now, as you conclude this practice, go ahead and open your eyes
1: while still holding that same quality, those same feelings emanating from your heart, radiating from you. And as you look around, hold on to that quality of, uh, in your heart, in and around your heart as you re-engage with the world. So this is a practice that maybe you even sensed as you are doing it. There are some blockages. There are some difficulties. uh, There's some resistance. And that's totally okay and potentially transformative that there are some uh, pathways that can be solidified here as we do this practice. Nate, I would love to hear your insights, your experience with this.
0: Oh, yeah, like that third person um that I have hard feelings for that one's slippery for me, man. It's slippery. Yeah. um, yeah, so I appreciated the a the build up to that point because mm-hmm. if we just went into that cold, I was like, nope. Um, <laughs> um, and I don't know, just the the permission to sit with it and relax. I don't know. Far too frequently, I think we we try and fix it or fix our thoughts or fix it immediately, but we can just keep practicing. Keep absolutely, keep being, yeah. No, that's my impression right here.
1: And it's a it's a challenging practice to get there. Every time I do it, and I get to that spot, and I can, it just shifts for me, and I can feel those barriers. Right. And uh, sometimes I find my mind being pulled into thinking about why I have the difficult feelings about that person. Right. And, and then I, I have to bring myself. So that is a part of the practice, noticing your own thoughts, your feelings. And when you catch yourself being pulled into those thoughts, just returning to the practice and uh, helping your brain, uh, forge some new neural pathways. Now, science has, like, there are, I say science like it's a person, but <laughs> there are scientific studies that show that practicing this loving kindness meditation improves people's relationships and uh, gives them new capacities and abilities and helps their own sense of happiness and well being in life. So, that simple practice. As simple as it is as it is, uh, studies show that um, it makes it can make a real difference. So we'd invite anybody listening to try that out and see what difference it makes for you as you practice that. Anything to add, Nate?
0: Yeah, just as you move throughout your day and your week, you may not have time to sit down and do the the whole thing. But the mantra you use can be really powerful, right? And just remembering like maybe, may we be safe, may we be happy, may we have peace, like just letting that be on rerun, like that that language in your your frontal cortex can really help to set the tone for where you're going there and move that that in a good direction.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And for me, I noticed just that wish and radiating that toward others does something beautiful for me too. Uh, Sometimes at a stoplight, I'll pull up and look over at the car next to me and see stress on somebody's face. And that comes to me. May, May you be safe. May you be happy. May you have peace. And I don't know you know, if, if it does anything for the other person, but there's something beautiful that happens to me as that, uh, radiates from me. So I'm just grateful for that. This practice has been done for thousands of years. This is meta meditation is traced back to a Buddhist practice that is just ancient, ancient, ancient. And, uh, what a beautiful way to be in the world. Right. Yeah.
0: When we obviously see it in, in modern Christian practices and other traditions um, right there. So let, let's just go out this week and try it, man. Um, and we're not asking perfection or anything like that. Just try it out and see what vibes come and see, see how it helps. Thanks so much for being with us. We will see you next time. If this is something that's going well for you, or even if it's something you feel like it's useful, please uh, share it with your friends. Um, put it out there and try and spread some light and do some good. And we wish you all the best.